Tabernacle Presbyterian Church presents Sunday with Tab. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, located at 34th and Central in Indianapolis, welcomes you to Sunday with Tab. Today, guest speaker Mitch Daniels delivers the message entitled, Celebrating 100 Years of Tab Recreation. We'll also have music from the Sanctuary Choir. So join us now from Tabernacle Presbyterian Church for Sunday with Tab. We do not offer our best to you, O Lord. And we sometimes live as if you do not even exist in our world or in our lives. God of glory, you sent Jesus among us as the light of the world to reveal your love for all people. Captivate us with your glory and unending love as we confess our sins to you and let not our selfish pride hide the brightness of your light. Friends, let us confess together. God of grace and truth, in Jesus Christ you came among us as a light shining in darkness. We confess that we have not welcomed the light or trusted good news to be good. We have closed our eyes to the glory in our midst, expecting little and hoping for less. Forgive our doubt and renew our hope so that we may receive the fullness of your grace and live in the truth of Christ the Lord. Together and in the silence of our hearts, we pray in the name of your Son, the babe born in Bethlehem, our Lord Jesus. Friends, God is good. God is faithful. God is merciful. God comes to us in vulnerability again and again to show us how much we are loved. We are forgiven. We are freed. We are beloved. We are blessed. Thanks be to God. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. join together proclaiming our common faith through the words of the Apostles Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. 
Amen. You may be seated. Our scripture reading this morning is from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observe this star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, He was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, 
And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may go also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Oh God, as we have come to worship you and hear your word read and proclaimed and sung, we give you thanks. And we give you thanks today for bringing to us this opportunity to celebrate how you work through this congregation. We pray that this time together and the words that are being offered to us today of encouragement and hope would reflect your love and your glory to all who hear them. In Christ's name I pray, amen. Now I said it was a special day. I didn't intentionally leave out the third special thing about today and that is is that we have a special speaker today and that is our own tab member mitch daniels and i know that that name might be familiar to some of you um, he worships at eight o'clock if you don't know who he is come to eight o'clock worship and you'll meet him seriously though mitch has a long list of accomplishments and things that he's done, and I know, um, what little I know is that it would not be in his wishes that I list them all today. Um, but it's a joy to be able to invite him forward, and I do want to share this about him as a reason why his words will speak to you today. For the few years that I've known Mitch, I know this. He is not any of those accomplishments. He is a man of God who cares deeply about God's people and about the world we live in. And he's one of those people who, whatever he does, he does it with his whole heart and he leaves it better than it was when he arrived. And I believe that he has a heart for the next generation, and the next generation, and the next generation. And having played in Tab Rec, I think we'll see that heart here today. So Mitch, thank you. We're excited to hear from you. So that's what we look like from up here. <laughs> we're a lot better looking than I thought we were. 
Uh, it was from this podium uh, 20 years ago this year that uh, <clears throat> uh, we said goodbye to my dad, Mitch Sr., a 46-year uh, member of TAB at that time, and his good friend and uh, church mate, um, Howard Jansen, I asked to uh, say a few words. And uh, Howard told the story of having been a young deacon asked to go out to West 73rd Street and call on a new young couple who had just moved into, for our family, a strange uh, place in uh, what I thought of at the time as Yankee territory. We had just arrived from Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, Howard talked about how he gave the invitation to uh, Mitch and Dottie Daniels to try out this church down, uh, down um, on Central Avenue. And uh, of course that led to a lifelong, um, a lifelong commitment to this wonderful place. And Howard wrapped that little reminiscence up by saying, they came and they stayed. And then he added that after a little while his wife Patsy, who sang up here like an angel for decades, found out that Mitch and Dottie uh, had sung in church choirs. Dad on key, mom is usually a little flat, but enthusiastic, and invited them to join the choir. And again, Howard said, they came and they stayed. And. Um, uh, our, we have stayed, our family, at this unique and remarkable place. I, uh, I was a choir kid, that meant that after first service and usually some Sunday school, we had to wait, uh, often in the upper transept here, but often exploring places we weren't supposed to go. I think I know more about this building than the custodian. Um, but after that, married here, baptized children here, daughters got married here, laid, the mom, laid mom and dad to rest here. Now this has been our lifelong church home. But before any of that, I was a, a part of TAB Recreation. The very first uh, few months that we lived in this still strange and, um, and uh, uh, different place, uh, I was playing basketball uh, down here in the, in the gym. Uh, John Gable always liked it when I said I, I was taught the pick and roll and the love of God on the same hardwood floor. <laughs> I still remember that almost spooky feeling of taking the ball out of bounds with my back flush against the door of the Sunday school class I was going to be in a couple days later. But it's just a, an indelible memory for me, as for now, thousands and thousands and thousands of people who've gone through that program. And um, if you weren't around uh, in that era or um, for years on either side of it, it'd be hard to grasp what an incredible presence Tab Rec was on the north side of Indianapolis. It seemed that every kid you knew had played here at one time or another. The t-shirts with a 
with a round Tabernacle Presbyterian Recreation logo on them were everywhere. I promise you that the Nike swoosh is not more ubiquitous than a Tab Rec t-shirt was at that time. Uh, I did a little history homework in, uh, to do, try to do justice to this occasion. And if, what a fascinating history it is. A hundred years ago, the program starts, and for 20 odd years, it is played by what is called varsity teams. So TAB sponsored teams, and they went out and competed against other churches and other youth organizations. And according to the historians, at least, we were dominant. But in 1947, the congregation and the people leading the program realized that something bigger was called for, something broader, more inclusive. And they made what was for them a fundamental decision. That was that uh, they would build a program and expand a program that would be open to, quote, quote regardless of ability. So not just the uh, kids who were good enough to go out and compete against other places, but any, it would be open to all, open to, uh, to anyone. And the very next year, they expanded the circle further by, in essence, deciding it would be regardless of gender. They started uh, with, with some apprehension, according to the histories, uh, programs in basketball and soccer and then softball, and they weren't sure how many young women would show up. C.S. Lewis said that we are surprised by joy in our faith. They were clearly surprised and joyful. They were flooded with young girls who wanted their own opportunity. So from tab t-shirts to jerseys, which we uh, now can see uh, uh, today on national television and other places, some of the graduates of our program have gone on to careers in in athletics. They may have been welcome here regardless of ability, but some of them had some amazing ability. At least five on the roster went to the National Football League. Several went to the National Basketball Association. Young men like George Hill, Mike Woodson, who's still active as a coach at an obscure school in southern Indiana. It's, it's really an amazing alumni list. Um, and yet I know that the, those who have led this program are at least as proud, maybe more so, of those young boys and young girls who came here and uh, uh, played only as some of us did uh, up to, the, uh, up to uh, some much lower level. Imagine this statistic. In all those years, now 99 and counting, 91 of those years have been led by only five people, five directors in 91 years. Russ Earl, who was the, uh, you know, to me, intimidating figure who directed it when I was a kid, 34 years. John Byers, 20 plus. And Ben Hughes, now 17 and counting. You have to really love what you're doing to stay at it that long and make the commitment that these folks did. You know, I was thinking as I listened to Jennifer and the uh, uh, asking a question that I want to address as we c conclude. Um, 
about you know how important this particular mission actually is. And I was thinking, John, that maybe director is not the right title. Jesus instructed us uh, to pursue what is known as the Great Commission. I'm thinking maybe Ben and his successor should be called commissioner, as they are in other leagues. Now, as other churches and other rec programs decamped and followed the population, and, and I suppose they thought their, their opportunities northward or elsewhere, uh, we know that did not happen here. And the, the TAB rec program became, which was always uh, first among equals, among any like endeavor here in town, became more and more unusual. And I remember very clearly years ago as a member of the session when we were visited by the Indianapolis YMCA's who said, we can't make it anymore. We can't sustain a program anywhere in town for young people. How do you do it? And we tried to offer them, obviously, our, our support and also our advice. So Jennifer anticipated and all the children, except one, <laughs> answered the question as, uh, that, I, that uh, I, th I thought we uh, obviously should address today. You know, first of all, um, we, we should ask ourselves every day, uh, would Jesus be pleased with Tab? Well, in some cases, of absolutely. F food, feeding people at the pantry, legal assistance, health care, starting the Oaks Academy and for the education of young kids. There's no question. Um, but sports? It's a legitimate question, but the answer, I think, is as obvious as the one Jennifer and the kids gave us. Um, uh, yes, yes, sports. Maybe especially tab wreck. Suffer the little children to come unto me, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is made for such as these. You know, um, I took a look. John shared with me the current manual given to volunteer coaches. It's for the, I think it's for the first seven weeks, but the, the cover says 777. And the third section, there are three sections in each uh, manual, and the third section is the one that tries to help some hapless dad who's never kicked a soccer ball pretend that he's going to be a good coach. And it, it gives uh, uh, coaching instructions. But the first two, the first section is virtues. The ones that you might expect, honesty, humility, perseverance, patience, a friendliness, respect, cooperation, and teamwork. And the second section is spiritual truths. Simple, basic messages about faith and about hope and about the promises of Christ. Now, in 1947, and for quite some time after that, if, when a young person came to Tabrek and heard words like that, in most cases, I'm, very, I'm confident in saying it, it was reinforcing 
message they'd already heard to some, in some way, in some place, at home, in the neighborhood, at school, and probably at that time in, in church somewhere. But these days, this may be the one chance Christ has to reach them. And the one chance, these basic virtues of a, of a good life, of an eventually happy and joyful and productive life, it might be the first time that they've heard them anywhere. So to me, in all that proud history, there's never been a time when Tabrek played so noble or essential a mission. You know, today's scripture, um, Terry never misses, but today's scripture is so perfectly apt the longer I thought about it. Of course, the wise men took a different way home. I just read the observation this last week. No one who meets Christ returns the same way they came. Now, for little ones, this will probably be the first time, or often be the first time they have met Christ and all the teachings that surround um, his instructions to us. Um, so would Jesus approve of Tabrek? Yeah. If we didn't have Tabrek, he would tell us to go out and start it right away. And so, happy birthday to Tabrek. Thanks to all those present and past who have taken part in this very, very special ministry. You came and you stayed. And as John would say, and let us pray. Father, thank you for the saints who have answered your call again and again here at 34th and Central. We honor all those who ministers who minister here to the needs of our neighbors, material, physical, and spiritual. And today we ask your blessing especially on the people of Tabrek, now and in the century preceding, who have brought your message of hope and love to young and little ones throughout these hundred years. Remind each of us to take any opportunity we may have to do likewise by sharing your good news with those young and old who are yet to experience its peace and its joy. All these things we ask with grateful hearts in the name of your Son, our Savior. Amen. You're listening to Sunday with Tab, a production of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Indianapolis. We hope you have found inspiration and comfort in today's program. There are many ways to enjoy today's message again. Subscribe to the Tab podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to tabpres.org, tap on the graphic marked Sermons, and select the sermon you wish to hear. While there, you can also view the entire worship service. We invite you to join us for worship this morning at Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. We're located at the corner of 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis. At 8 a.m., we have a communion service in the chapel. And at 10 o'clock, a beautiful worship service in the sanctuary. The 10 o'clock service is also live streamed on our YouTube channel, Tab Indie. For all information on the services and streaming, go to tabprez.org. That's T-A-B-P-R-E-S dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening, and join us next week at the same time for Sunday with Tab.
Hi, my name is Peg Strodebeck, and I'm a member of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. TAB is a place where sound biblical teaching is the foundation for who we are and everything we do. Church at TAB isn't just for Sunday. It happens every day of the week through ministries that serve those inside and outside the church. From the pastor's Bible study to our chef-led cafe offering hot meals to organized youth sports, TAB is focused on living out the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're looking for a church that combines faithful preaching with urban outreach, you've come to the right place. I'm Peg Strodebeck, and I invite you to come see for yourself. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis, invites you to worship Sunday morning at 8 or 10 a.m. If you can't make it in person, tune in to Sunday with Tab, Sunday mornings at 6.30 on WIBC, or find us online at tabpres.org.